You're listening to Paint the Town podcast with your hosts, LA Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of LA Street Art Gallery, James Chen of. Welcome to the show, everyone. Today we're sitting here with a, an artist I met a few years ago, and I'm so happy to see him again once I'm back in Amsterdam. Uh, Hero, welcome to the show, man. Hero de Janeiro. Uh, hello, and uh, welcome in my house. Dude, thanks so much for having us over here. This is like not this is like a little bit outside of the uh, <coughs> of the city, right? It's not exactly in the, the middle. No. Area, so it's kind of it's really nice. This is uh, this is, they they call this the pipe. This area is the old south of, of Amsterdam. Okay. It's like uh, it's in within in the ring. There's a ring around Amsterdam, mm-hmm. and we are in the ring. And this is a very popular neighborhood. This is very. I live here now for 20 years. If you tell uh, people from Amsterdam you live in the pipe, they're like, ah, nice, 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 okay. because they know how nice it is here. You know, okay, so you, you yeah. said you lived here for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what kind of, I mean, this is a nice big place. Mm-hmm. You've got, uh, I don't know, you've got a backyard, a really, really nice backyard. Garden, right? Did you barbecue for us uh, bur- burgers and, and chicken, which was excellent. <laughs> you also have a nice little back uh, storage area, like garage, that is uh, part of the art studio as well, like you do work in there and here. Studio. So this, this is a lot of space. Yep. And so you've, you've got to pay a pretty good amount. Mm. Almost nothing. I pay like 250 euros for this place. <laughs> because I got a rent control. Like, you know, they can kick me out. If they have to kick me out, they probably give me 5,000 euros a year for compensation. That's like times 20. You got 100,000 euros and they have oh to give my. you another. But I'm not going to leave this place because I'm going to die here. <laughs> this is my house. Oh, man. I, I, I would do the same. This is, this is beautiful. You got the nice high ceilings in here. Um, plenty of room, mm-hmm. and and the backyard is so peaceful. Man. It's funny, got a nice tree, big nice big tree in there as well. Yeah, you guys have to make pictures for my garden. Definitely, oh, yeah. Yeah. I took video of everything. Here. I took video of everything. But I got this house. Shall I tell you how I got this house? Sure. Okay. Like um, I'm 20 years ago. I got back from the United States. I lived for five years in New York as a DJ, and then I did a commercial for Heineken. My agent called me up and he said like. Uh, do you want to do a commercial? And at the time I was underground and I was like doing drugs a lot. Like, I was like, yeah, fuck it. I don't do any commercials. And then he said like, hey, it's for Heineken. I said, what the, what, what, what? For Heineken. I said, okay. But it's only broadcast in, uh, in Holland. And in that time it was um, the most fastest commercial I ever saw. I, I'm going to show you later what I did. Mm-hmm. You're going to okay. be like, what the fuck is that? So, okay. Then they brought, then we shot that commercial in New York and then it got broadcast here in in, uh, in in Holland in cinemas everywhere all around and suddenly the whole scene the you know the dance scene was like who is this guy what is this this is an actor you know everybody's like oh, yeah. yeah and then one point a friend of mine he called me up and he said like I cannot see your face anymore it's like every day we see you it's out of control <laughs> it's, then I said like okay you know what I'm coming back to uh, Amsterdam and I want to know how it is to be famous because I always wanted to be a famous DJ. That was my goal. Oh, That's why I left also to New York. And in that time, in the 90s, I was, I came there in 93 or 94. And 
it was I was the only Dutch DJ, so my DJ name was Dutch Master. You know what Dutch masters are? They have those cigars. cigars. Yeah, they take out the you know the tobacco and they put like the weed in there and they got a blunt. They got Phillies. Yeah, yeah. And they got Dutch Master. Okay. If you listen to some old hip hop shit, you hear like me and my Dutch Master, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I call myself Dutch Master. You know, I I, I was a Dutch Master. (laughs) And then I stayed there for five years, and then I came back to Amsterdam, and I I remember when I arrived on on Amsterdam Airport, and then the guy said like, my friend like, wait, 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 and then we went outside and. There was like this big screen and he's like, watch. And then suddenly I saw myself for the first time. I never saw that commercial. Never. They gave me never a videotape, whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never saw the commercial. I was like, yeah, whatever. I didn't know what they were. And it was on that time, really fast commercial, bam, 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 you know? <laughs> and, um, and suddenly I saw people looking at me all the time, wherever I went in Amsterdam. Like, <laughs> I, I recognize I, you. <laughs> man, I went to a shawarma place where you can eat your meat, you know, shawarma. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I only had to be on the picture with the with the with the owner, and I had my free meal and like and like other and other famous people from Amsterdam. They always want to hang out with me, and suddenly I had to play on all those parties. And it was like I man, I made more money suddenly than a lawyer, you know, like fifteen hundred, two thousand guilders, guilders. It was like a thousand dollars in that time, you know, like sure. For a night, no, I never made that kind of money. Yeah, in New York, I made that kind of money when you played on parties but here in Holland and suddenly I was like yes 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 finally my dreams coming out I'm gonna be famous in my own country you know and yeah and you know we had like King Queen's Day in the time I came one week before Queen's Day I came to um, still recording (laughs) and (laughs) I came for Queen's Day and and suddenly I had to be on the pictures with everybody and you know how I am I mean you don't know but I'm very open to everybody yeah you know? I like, know whatever. definitely I love to talk you know Just, yeah we have that it's a, sure. it's a gift the gift you know? of gab yeah definitely I don't know why I see what's not you know <laughs> whatever <laughs> can you imagine very bad okay uh, four months I arrived the 23rd of April here in Amsterdam and then the 23rd of August I uh, have a problem in my head sometimes when I sleep, I cannot control it. Like I'm sleepwalking a lot. Sleepwalking? Yeah, sleepwalking. And I fell from the first floor. I smashed the window. I climbed on a balcony. Then a friend of mine, she woke up. She said like, yo, hero, what are you doing? And I was like, (gasps) woke up and I fell and I broke my back. Oh my God. Here. here. Okay, right now, he just, just so you know, he just showed us a scar that goes... Basically, almost from his belly button. This thing's about, way, uh, about 12 inches wide, man. Yeah, 14 inches. <laughs> 14 yeah. inches, yeah. Can you imagine me fell there? I was in four days. I was in shock. I was on intensive care. I had a special room because I was shouting. They had to put morphine in me, like, shoot him up with morphine. Shoot him up with morphine. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. a fucking with like a Vietnam. Saving, saving you know, Private like, Ryan, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Move, sergeant. <laughs> Medic. I love that movie. Yeah, it's Medic. Great film, Me and a friend, we always do Medic. <laughs> All right, so um, okay, then the prognosis was uh, uh, I had I was paralyzed halfway here. Halfway, I couldn't there. move my dick. I couldn't move my oh, legs no. anymore. Oh. This I had like pins in my legs for one and a half years. Oh my I god! I had like I had look. This is the only thing I can move. Seven operations. On one point, they said like, you know what? We're gonna cut off your leg from here. You know. 
And then you have an artificial leg. So you have always a new shoe here. Oh my god. But you know, when I had an artificial leg, you know what I was doing then? Then I was, you know, for example, this is the leg. Then I was making uh, this here. So I put my leg in the CD player or whatever. (laughs) You don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You had a fake one, basically. Whatever. Uh, okay, so the prognosis was paralyzed, you know, but every day they were like with little sticks in my leg trying pins. to feel like pins every day. And one after five or six or seven days, I felt like, hey, I feel something. Hey, I feel something. And suddenly my dick started to work. I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, motherfucker. Yes, that's a whole Can you imagine to have like, it? but listen, after five, six days, they came to tell me. Uh, sorry, hero, but you can never walk anymore. So I said to a friend of mine, I said, like, listen, can you get me a bag of 50 ecstasy, a lot of coke and everything? So I drop all the ecstasy in one time. Then you get one one big plop and you're dead because your heart cannot die. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And that's the most beautiful death. I'm not going to climb on a fucking tower and to jump from there. <laughs> oh, to, no, no, to be no, no, with a wheelchair on the middle of the fucking road. No, it's my no. fucking thing. And I said, like, and he said, like, okay, I'm going to do that. But after the sixth or seventh day, I felt like feeling coming back and then they said like okay maybe you're fucking lucky <laughs> i'm always lucky we're gonna operate you but you have two options or you're gonna be paralyzed till this and the whole way you have always a straw in your mouth and, and a spitting here yeah. <laughs> Basically, uh, like stephen hawkins or, or yeah stephen hawkins yeah. yeah 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 with his with his voice yeah 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 like <laughs> he, they said you're gonna be paralyzed like For, that yeah seriously or Maybe your back is going to be okay, but I broke my back on one point, like, well, like splinters. You have normal when you have in your back, you have like an electric, electric cable. Yes. Like a lot yep. of nerves. spinal cord, yeah. And like all the, all the things that were broke, all that, all the bone were in my nerve system. They were like already there. Do you know that game, Dr. Bibber, when you have that game and you're, yes, yes. 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 They were doing it to me, man. They had like steady hands. I had an operation for six, seven hours. They were taking out. Like when I came out of that operation room, my girlfriend on that time, she said like, it was like you were like so white, red eyes. And it was like if you were fighting, you know? Yeah. After a week later, they said like, you know, it's okay. Holy yeah, shit. like I still have pain here, of course. Oh, shit. Here, yeah. I have here a numb feeling. Yeah, but everything better than a fucking wheelchair. It's yeah. not a scene, you know. It's well, like okay, so yeah. I've been two and a half years in a wheelchair. Okay, but then wow, I felt also my ankle. But that they said like serious, we can do nothing about that because it's so fucked up. Look, this, this is the only thing I can move. Yeah, wow. and this I had to I had to train it again. So. So seven operations of this, yeah. I was like for, the, for five years long, every year going to the hospital. The last one I had for two years a cast. And I was like I, could, I couldn't stand it anymore. But I knew, come on, it's like only two years. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. After that, I had to learn to walk. Physical yeah. therapy. Yeah. Because better than a camera. Man. <laughs> so I had to learn to walk. I call myself the wonder, and the doctors can't. They're like, "How did you do that? How?" Because I'm always funny. Lucky. I mean, I try to be funny. <laughs> when yeah. they came, always every doctor they, they came to my room because nobody wanted to lay with me in the room because I was crazy. Yeah. I had to. Now you know what is shit. Somebody here is dead or there. 
you know? And then you have to come here again. Yeah, no. I, so I was yeah. DJing in the time a lot. Suddenly the rumor came out that Heineken DJ is in the hospital. Suddenly there were like paparazzis. They were making pictures for me. I had to change my name. Name? How did how did you get how did you get the name? Uh, how I get my name? This is a really nice question. It's funny how you, you know that you start about it. Uh, I got my name uh, in that time in 2005. My name was Hero Bernardi, like Hero Bernardi, Hero. But in that time I came. Like every month in Rio de Janeiro, I had to play on some parties there. Every month they asked me to come back and I got a girl. And on one point my friend said to me, how come you're not gonna call yourself Hero de Janeiro? And I was like, what? Yeah, Hero de Janeiro. And I was like, oh, what a brilliant eh, fucking name is that? So I started calling myself. But when I play in Rio de Janeiro, my name is just Hero. But when I play in Buenos Aires, I'm Hero de Janeiro. Ah, because okay. I'm not going to call myself Hero de Janeiro in the Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. It's like you're saying because you're the I king. am, yeah. Yeah, you don't want to say you're the king. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they were like paparazzis. They were making pictures for me. I had to change my name. I had to change my room. <laughs> if I need help, I go right, there and to right, train. Right. Because these people make me crazy. You have people from 80 years old and they still complain about, oh, my hip, and then I'll be happy you're in fucking Holland. 500 years ago, they'd throw you out of the city, you know, if you had that. If I had this, 500 years ago, they'd throw oh, yeah, you out the of the city. The week, yeah. And yeah, and you need a bell to get in, and then they close the windows. <laughs> oh because, my God. yeah, this is like crazy Europe. Wow. So I say all the time, can you shut the fuck up? You're whining, I need positive, you know, I need positive. Yeah. That's why I listen to the CD of uh, Dig Light a lot. Uh, the Groove is in the Heart CD. Yeah. Groove is in the Heart. And, and they have all positive lyrics, yeah. you know. Yeah, I know them from the New York time when I lived there also. Dimitri and uh, Lady Kerr, I know okay. them, whatever. But that helped me a lot. Music helps you. It's over. Sure. It is the best Absolutely. remedy. I mean, you know, that's what they, they use it also for uh, people that have music dementia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. they hear music, your brain is reacting to an all other. It's beautiful. So that helped me a lot. So I had to learn to walk again, and then they gave me this house. They said, like, cool, you can choose from three houses. Ah. So I came here, and that's why you can ride here with your uh, wheelchair. Wheelchair, yeah. okay. That's right, because we came straight in. Yeah. yeah. So, so the best because, house ever. Yes, <laughs> because you were the Heineken DJ. I was a Heineken DJ. And they, you okay, had enough so fame, had, yeah. so they gave you this house, basically. Yeah. Wow, man. Dude. How fucking cool it's, it's is really that, It's really cool, man. yeah, but you have to also do... Yeah, of course, you have to go to the town hall and everything too. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then at one point I was in the hospital, but my commercial was still playing. And at one point I said like, so we have to stop this. I cannot take it anymore. I see myself running. It's like, you know, oh, and I'm like man. paralyzed until here, you know, like, what the fuck? So the Heineken delegation came to my bed. They had to stop it. They had to sign a paper. They gave me some money, extra, whatever. Now I got to hear no oh, man. Oh, yeah, I had to, to train it again. Can you imagine? I couldn't even move and you had to do like this. I was doing like this. I was like, yeah. So that is. That and is for three amazing. months I was like this. And then they put me in the hall. <laughs> like everybody knew me, of course. Yeah, there was a famous guy in the hospital. Everybody wants to be yeah, in my yeah, room. Yeah, All yeah, the yeah, nurses yeah. and doctors. Can you give me an autograph for my son? And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, no, it was always fun when they came in my room. It was like. You know, was, and I had a lot of support from a lot of people, cars everywhere, plants, and it was really fun. Not, not fun to be there, but I mean... Well, that was... Well, yeah. You know, the, the basis of this podcast basically is 
you know, me as a DJ and him as a street artist too. And you know, one of the things that I thought would be great to have Hero on is because he's both of us in one person, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wait, so, okay, so then, how did you? Uh, oh yeah, so start been, doing the artwork. Yeah, so how did you go from the Dutch master to becoming Hero de Janeiro? Right? Okay, first, um, like, okay, I, I DJ a lot for Supper Club. Have you heard of yes, 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 we have we have one in yeah, 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 yeah. Los Angeles as well yeah. too. Yeah, I worked for them uh, from two thousand one or two or something. I started there and I still had like pins in my leg, but I wanted to DJ and they gave me a chance to, you know. Were you the uh, original all gone Pete Tong guy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was a bit different. There's no, this movie yeah, that uh, he became deaf, eh? I yeah, never Do you know that I never saw that movie? No, you never seen no, it. No, okay. I'm afraid of that. No, you know what? I, I'm very afraid to be one time. If I have to choose between deaf or blind, I'm, of course I take uh, deaf. But I mean, you know, I have already a beep in my ear. Oh yeah, I mean, and, we're we're yeah. DJs, man. I understand. <laughs> it's like put it this way. Okay, there's this movie. It's a mockumentary um, about a DJ who's fr- uh, who goes to Ibiza, who's a uh, who makes it big, and then basically he becomes deaf. And then uh, you can't really DJ if you're deaf. No. So at the end, what he does is he puts speakers on the floor and he uses his feet to feel the vibration of each kick. And that's how he uh, managed, of course, this is a makeup story. It's a mockumentary, basically. It sounds very believable. But basically, you know, he deals with a lot of the uh, uh, issues that DJs have, like the drug abuse, like the, uh, um, just a lot of the, the pitfalls in the scene, you know what I mean? Right. But I mean, you know what, it's a lot of these DJ uh, pitfalls, I like to say, the drug abuse, the, uh, the, the need to just put out work, man. It's a very similar to the street art world, man. You, you know what I mean? And oh, some of the fair. artists, man. You, you know fair. what I mean? So, so like one of the things, like I said, how did you make that transition, man? Because to us, we're doing it as separate things well, and we both respect each other's craft quite a bit, you know? So having somebody who has experience in both, man. Well, I had a lot of artist friends. Mm. Art and DJ makes it's very. It's, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, true. Absolutely. It's true. It's the higher. So I met some guys. I met a really good friend of mine, and he teach me how to do street art. And on one point, when I started to do, I, I, on one point I was like in my life in 2009, I was like, I want to do something else instead of DJ. I cannot be all my life DJing. You know, I'm like a 51 then, whatever. Like. Oh, it, you didn't. You didn't need to produce back in the day. Yeah, either. no, no, no. Yeah, no. exactly. I produced some uh, with friends of mine in New York, but it was nothing. I'm, I'm like a DJ. I like mm-hmm. making people dance. Sure. I don't want to be in a fucking studio and get white. <laughs> I understand. Like, I understand. Whatever. Idiots. I mean, that they're there, but you know, leave me with the. No, you're right because I'm. We always talk about this too. I love it. I love it. I love to be DJing. It's like it's like oh, so cool to see people dance. And I learned how to DJ in New York. Okay. Because I came with house music. But yes. It's like, uh, no, you have to start all from the bottom. And I DJ like in clubs, in like for hip hop, funk, everything. I did yep. everything. Then the lounge culture came up. So I learned how to, de- you know, you know, and that, that's, that's my learning school. Yeah, no. Okay, uh, so I yeah, met yeah, friends yeah, here. Okay, one, and I told my other friend, like Autograph was his name. And then he said, I said, like, I want to do something. He said, yeah, what? You can do nothing. You can leave a room. I cannot draw. I can do absolute. I can. I'm the worst artist in the world. I let other people design <laughs> stuff for me. I said like I wanted like this and this and this. Uh-huh. And then I said no, I wanted like this. And you know, like okay. I have like uh, two designers. They work for me. They're friends of mine, and they know exactly what I want. Okay, one point. Me and a friend, we had to move the mother from his girlfriend 
in fucking East Germany somewhere. So we drove up there and then we came there and I wasn't tired yet. And it was like in the fucking middle of nowhere of Germany. It was fucking 10 hours. I don't know where we went. I don't know. <laughs> and then he said like, oh, I got a DVD rip, a rip from a movie. Would you want to see it? This may be something you like. And I put it on and then he came at four o'clock downstairs to get a drink. And he said like, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm still watching. What do you mean still watching? This is only a movie from an hour. What are you doing? I said, well, watch it now for the fifth time. <laughs> and you know which movie that was? Extra Through the Gift Shop. Ah. <laughs> and from that point, and from that moment, I was like, I had like, this was the first thing I did. I, I don't know whether, I, I bought, one time I bought a record. One time I bought a record. And it was like, on the sleeve was like this. It's a, it's a Neanderthaler. With a boombox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went with that sleeve. I took it out. I had it all in my mind. I want to have the sleeve. And then I said, like, I want to do this on the street. He said, like, yeah. But my friend said, like, yeah. But what are you going to do then? How do they know it's you? So, well, put Hero de Janeiro in the speaker. So, and then he, and then I said, like, and then he said, like, okay, what are you going to do now? I said, I don't know. He said, like, you know what? You're going to cut it out and you're going to stick it. You make copies. You're gonna stick it everywhere in Amsterdam. So I did for a half year. I stick up all the all the Neanderthaler. <laughs> Meanwhile, we were looking for some. Uh, I wish I can show you better. I have the slowest computer. It's full of infections. <laughs> <laughs> they love my computer. <laughs> okay. Um, then we get the penguin. Okay, then we had a penguin as a, as a, see, I got also this one, this is. It's the Andy Warhol carrying yeah. a, uh, yeah, Andy Warhol normally uh, carries <laughs> Yeah, and suddenly a friend of mine here, this is a cavalry guy, and then we have a, a cavalry guy. This, this, this was a big hit, it was a Karl Lagerfeld. Karl Lagerfeld. Karl Lagerfeld normally used, would use an, uh, a box with a, a, a suitcase with all cameras. We took them away and we just put it this this one. Beautiful. Yeah. We were in. We were just talking about uh, teacher's wife and uh, she was a model under Karl Lagerfeld. Basically, it's, this yeah. guy has been an inspiration for a lot of artists. On one point, I was on a website in Germany and they uh, were talking about uh, Karl Lagerfeld with the art and everything. You saw artists, famous artists, and suddenly you saw like. Hero de Janeiro from Amsterdam, like with the, with the <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and I put like, a, 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 I show you everything. Yeah? <laughs> How long is this podcast? Well, we do it for one hour, so we have we haven't done no. Is we, it gold? Of course, no, 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 no. It's great because gold. we have we have questions we want to ask you too. But yeah, yeah, you, you know what I mean? CIA, I know. <laughs> a movie. Yeah, you know. got cameras in his glasses. Yeah. <laughs> so like I said, last time when I met you, Hero, uh, I was just walking. One of the things I always say, I love to just wander this city and uh, yeah. get lost in this city, man. Um, and then, you know, uh, one of the things that one time I was wandering down the hallway, basically, uh, one of the hallways, and I saw this alley, and it had just like a thousands of the stencils with the, the with the uh, puzzle pieces yeah, yeah, yeah. on it and I was like man what is this what's going on here and this is what I knew uh, uh, Amsterdam was like a kindred 
city for street art to LA because if you go to the Melrose area, this is the type of stuff you're seeing. It's stencils, it's uh, wheat paste, you, you know, and you see tags, of course, and graffiti. But I mean, you've been talking about your uh, inspiration through Exodus through the gift shop. I'm telling you right now that my entire uh, LA Street Art Gallery blog, I mean, it was during that period of time in 2009, 2010 that everybody saw the movie and was like, Holy shit, let me get some of this. <laughs> I was on the right time on the right spot series. I was on, here in Amsterdam, I was on the right time when I started doing it. That movie wasn't even out when I was doing it. It was just a DVD rip, what I saw. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he gave it to me. He said, like, hey, I got something for you. It wasn't even out. Nobody knew Banksy. I don't, you know, I, I told my friend, I was watching actually to the gift show. He said, what are you watching? I said, well, about Banksy. Who is Banksy? Like, yeah, 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 definitely. And then, and you see Banksy, he doesn't want to be with his face and nothing. Yeah. I want to be with him. I love it. <laughs> I want to be <laughs> No, but listen, people get sick of Hero de Janeiro at one point because they saw my things everywhere, everywhere. And I made also... Carl Lagerfeld, four meters high. I made penguins, four meters high. I was the only one in Amsterdam that made four meters high glue. Weep, I show you. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I was the, uh, the, you know? That's why when I want to come to LA, I'm going to do four meters high Carl Lagerfelds. Yeah, yeah man. And, and, you know? <coughs> Four meters is basically about, uh, you know, 12 feet, uh, like 15, a, 15 feet? Uh, no, four meters is like, yeah, something like that. 16, 16 I don't know. 17 feet, yeah, it's like, about four feet to a, a meter. Oh, yeah? I think. How come you guys use feet? Because we're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> it's like centimeters. No, the rest, the, the, rest, the rest of the world and likes to use... Fahrenheit. It's Fahrenheit. It's 90s. What? It's like... I know. It's like 25. I'm boiling if it was 90. They want to be big in America. The first time I went to a supermarket, I didn't know what to buy there. It was huge. I want milk, gallons. Please, do you have a liter of what? Yeah, I know. Yeah. They're crazy. So let me ask you, man. I mean, for Exit Through the Gift Shop, I mean, like I said, it was a big inspiration yeah. for us, too. I mean, what are some of the street artists that, you know, uh, you're enjoying right now uh, as a street artist, man? Because we always like to know... You know, what inspires you as a street artist? Obviously, music, being a DJ, inspires you quite a bit. And yeah. that's, I, I see the Carl uh, Lagerfeld holding the boombox yeah. and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have always a boombox in my art. That that makes reference. What's that? A referency? And, uh, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that I'm also DJ, you know? like uh, so. And then we choose, like i show you later, I, uh, we choose always figures that can hold a boombox. And this was good for that. And... And for example, this one, she was holding normally a, a, a milk thing, right, you know, right, put like right. a thing in there. And Karl Lagerfeld, of course. And then uh, we had like the penguin, you know, and like, uh, and yeah, we did, we did a lot. So then you got a couple of different styles that you... Yeah, you, I did also like, and it's like a really small step to use spray cans, you know, from this. <laughs> and one, I was one time, I was on a festival in Amsterdam. And I stick up my things and I was ready. I was really fast work and all my other friends, they were making graffitis and doing their best. And, and like, and then I was like, yeah, I want to do something else. So I saw like a, a tray from a beer can with all these holes. Yeah. And I took a can and I made one hole, two holes, colors. And then everyone said, oh, that's nice, uh, hero. It's okay. And then from the colors. And then if you see my, my uh, wall there, the, the big the wall with all yeah. the colors, yeah. this is where I test everything. Uh -huh. You know, the wall in, in, the, in the alley, first this. Uh -huh. Everything uh -huh. is okay. born here in the garden. 
before before I go on the street, it has to be in the garden. And then my friends come and I show it to them and I say like, what do you think? And say, yeah, nice, nice. Well, how about what I want to? <coughs> what I would love to do is to have teacher actually. One of the things that uh, teacher did uh, that's why he's one of our resident artists because he invented a special stencil. Your, your name is teacher. Yes. I thought you, I call you my teacher. I never, <laughs> I bring you teacher. <laughs> it's just because I'm Asian doesn't mean I like to learn so much. You know what I mean? Bring my teacher. <laughs> but basically, uh, basically, um, he, you know, he invented a stencil technique. Um, that, what do you uh, do? What do you do? Stencil technique. Yeah, maybe we want to explain it to Hero real quickly. You want okay. to make one in my, in, my, in my house? Well, I'll show you. Um, I brought you a field one here with yeah. me. And basically what I do is I combine... Um, paper with the uh, fiberglass window screen. See? What? And so I start off by and using a, a, cutting board, this. a cutting board and I spray spray John Lennon and Cynthia on the but, cutting board. But you cut that out by hand. Yeah. Because I'm very lazy, I do laser. Well, you can <laughs> get your assistant to do it for you then, you know? Yeah, but for I me, this is therapy. Yeah, but you're a teacher. No, no, that's just that. I took the beat because I was protesting the cuts made in the education budget. You can make one over there if you want, in my in, on the floor. So always look at my floor. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's cool. See, I just have another, uh, another stencil. I'll flip for that. Yeah. No, I took the name teacher because I was protesting, you know, the cuts in education budget, taking art out of schools, and it started in 2010. And once you take a name, you know, you know, I, when I discovered the stencil technique, I can't really keep that to myself because I knew that there's going to be other people out there that could do amazing things. And there already, there's this guy in Portland, his name is Scam, Scam Sticker on, uh, on Instagram. The, the stencils that he has done with this technique are better than what I've done, basically. <laughs> They're more detailed and, and bigger, basically. I think it's a brilliant idea. But you stick it on, I don't know how it's And the, the good thing about it is it's really tough, too. So you see, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not but how you do that. You, you, how you could, what, what, what. Well, like I was saying, you put uh, spray adhesive on the cutting board. You put the paper down. You cut all the pieces, peel everything. That way everything stays in place. Yeah. Then you spray more spray adhesive. You put the screen down. And then you lay flat and you go back with glue. Beautiful. And you just go over every piece with glue. Enough to go through the screen and touch the paper, but not go over the paper and touch the cutting board. Once you're done gluing, you put it outside in the sun. If it's nice, direct, hot sun, 20, 30 minutes later, the glue is dry. Yeah. The spray adhesive lets go because it's hot. You peel it up and it's ready to go. And we'll send you the video for uh, this particular stencil uh, technique. Really nice. Put a nice background. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. After the spray, it also... You know, it, you can, it wraps around, you know, and you don't have any little pieces hanging off or anything. How do you bring it with you on the plane then? Just like, like this. On hand baggage, on hand luggage. I just carry this with me. I have a little bag that I made of, of bubble wrap, basically. Yeah. And, and, and so I just... roll it like that. Yeah. No, fold. I just folded them. I have, I have some bigger stencils in here. I have about uh, 15 stencils in here. So it's, you know, it's good for travel. Um, and they're, you know, they're pretty tough, so. Um, but yeah, I'll be uh, happy to show you this to you. And um, actually sell the, the stencils as well. Um, we've uh, embedded uh, some of the stencils that I've done in acrylic, like about three inches thick acrylic. And uh, I've actually sold a few of the stencils that way as well. So. Um, yeah, it's a hustle, eh? 
It's, uh, well, if you get highly detailed like this, yeah. But, you See, know. This was the, this was the alley. Yes, this is the alley that, um, oh, just to show so you. Cool. See, this um, is my friend, Autograph. Watch this, I'm gonna do something here. Look, this is the puzzle wall. Yeah, yeah. It's cool yeah. or not? No, exactly. It's shit, it's, it's cool. gone, eh? It's gone. And, yeah. you know, during that period of time, you mentioned to me, you're like, oh, they're trying to change how Amsterdam yeah. is. Can you tell us yeah. a little bit about, you know, you're saying that the tourists basically, they took over the center area. Yeah. Maybe, can you tell the audience a little bit about, like, you know, what's how, what kind of changes have <laughs> been happening since, uh, you know, since it you grew up here? since 2013, 14, mm -hmm. then the evasion came. It's in every big city in Europe. We have this, it's the same in Berlin, Paris, Barcelona, Rome. Who are the tourists, uh, like they're just from all over? From all over, from all over. And because of the cheap tickets, you can fly for 50 euros all around Europe if you want, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's nice for, for the people, it, I cannot blame them, you know, but I blame the, you know, the companies and then the, and yeah, they took, they took over the whole city. It's well, not nice anymore. It's It's like we are Walt Disney. You know? like, yeah, <laughs> one point somebody come up to me and he's, he's asking, uh, what time is Amsterdam closed? And at that point, <laughs> that's why I stay in my palace here. You know? Oh, dude, if I had a place like this, I would be staying here too. Yeah, it's funny. It's a funny place. No, definitely, you know. Okay, uh, so, so look, I put a tree on there. You see? A tree was first gold. And oh, yeah. A tree. I like that. <laughs> Right. Okay. Uh, let me see. Okay. This is the four meter car Lagerfeld. I'm gonna do that again. Nice. We went to the northern area yesterday, and then we uh, took a trip to. Uh, um, Ndsm. What was that called? Ndsm. 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 Ndsm is a great uh, shipyard area, and we were able to put up a few stencils. Oh, let's watch this video real quick. On that place, on the NDSM, it's going to be the biggest street art museum of the world. Ah. They, they're making it right now. See, look. We're watching here, Hero put up a, a really, really large wheat haze <laughs> on the building. Was it windy that day, man? Shoot. <laughs> a huge one of Karl Lagerfeld. Yeah, unbelievable. Is it funny? <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Yeah, this is like the penguin of the Goom Boom Box. The penguin? I have actually seen that before. Yeah. The penguin and uh, what else? I didn't yeah. know that was you, man. Oh, that's no, awesome. This This was my uh, this was my commercial in uh, Oh yeah, let's see the commercial. In the Heineken. And that was you running. This is so funny. What we're watching here is Hero. At this time, I guess you were called the Dutch Master Man, and he's he's going through the record shops in the store. He's giving people high fives on trains, man. Like he's like the high five train was cool, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he comes off as the most interesting man in the world. Yeah, this was, this was basically the most interesting no, man in the world. You see him playing in a Bollywood movie. I'm playing a judge. Nice. Yeah. One time I was in India in 2010. Yeah. I was in India. See, that was uh, our wall. You see, crazy. Eh? Yeah. All those pieces together. That's amazing, man. That's yeah. why you know. No, honestly, and that, how we met basically is. No, I, we were, this was an open art gallery. This was. We were busy every day. 
we became friends with the garage. They give me this beautiful gallery. Have you been in my gallery? No, no, no. Oh, no, yes. that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where we met, yeah, basically. Yeah. And I was just like, uh, there was like red cups on the floor. He was like, man, you missed a hell of a party last night. Yeah. And I was like uh, walking with my girlfriend at the time, and I was just like, man, this place Look is amazing. Always on the ground, this is a, uh, a brick ground floor, and they painted it all different rainbow colors, man. And we'll try to throw up some images, uh, um, uh, you know, at, uh, at our Instagram pages. Look, look at me painting every day. I was like, we had so many times police there. They said, you have to stop. And I said, no. No, why? <laughs> They're serious. But I, <laughs> I don't care. Like, it's my, also my street. I'm, this is no, and it's beautiful. beautiful. Amsterdam loves you. Look, people came there. How cool! Oh, yeah, wow. you know, we get barbecues there, everything, <laughs> and parties. So the police gave you a lot of trouble, basically. A lot of trouble. We do. We don't listen. We do whatever. Well, what? They don't uh, threaten to arrest you. <laughs> I say it's good for the city. And then they saw all those tourists coming, and then they leave, left us like okay, because they knew everything's going to break down. Look. How funny is that? FSM loves you. FSM loves money. you. Yeah. We love you and your money. That's it. <laughs> no, it's interesting. Look how beautiful. We've all, look how simple. This is all for children. I use only children uh, like stuff. So basically, Einstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, were they saying yeah, that? I love Weidersteg. Who is this? <laughs> and this this alley was very ugly, eh? So ugly. And we we start painting. I start painting with the with the puzzles. Yes. And the friend of mine, he started the other one, and while I was busy, I was like looking around, and I said like, you know what, we're gonna take over this alley, fuck it. And I had so <laughs> many fights, so many fights with other street artists, because suddenly they saw how popular our alley became. I said, oh, this was the opening for my... Uh, Your gallery. For yeah. my gallery, yeah. Look how... Was this in 2014? Look, look, yeah, wait, yeah, this is in 2014, yeah. Okay. Uh, so shit, look, the best summer of my life. <laughs> look. It's my friend. See, look how cool. Yeah, yeah, 23, yeah. 23, you see? Everything happens with this for me. Ah, okay. I came here the 23rd of April, the 23rd of August, I broke everything. I see, see? I see. See, yeah, it's me, a friend of mine. We had DJs. Like a lot of people outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fun. No, I missed this party, but I came Art back parking. the next day, basically. And you know, this is the thing, what I love about Amsterdam, like I said, it's a kindred street art city to LA, in my opinion, a lot of times, because uh, the vibe is very similar, in, in, in my opinion. And, you know, this is what we hope to do uh, one day when we throw our sold-out art show, man. <laughs> you know, we've been having a lot of trouble with the police, too, uh, because of zoning issues for an uh, art show we want to throw at my office. Every single time we have a podcast like this with the radio, the police come in and they try to yeah. basically tell us like, "Hey, you can't be here. I'm paying office on my own rent." But they, uh, they don't, you know, they're having trouble with the. Uh, it's yeah. fucked up. <laughs> if you're, if, if you're over there and you saw the building and you saw all the amazing artwork and you saw how there's nice big doors, like there's no danger. Like if you compared that building to buildings here in Amsterdam. <laughs> Oh my God, the stairs in here and everything? You would never get anything to pass code. The buildings here would never pass code. No, the stairs would be just like normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, I know America. When I DJ in New York, they had also in, in every bar, no dancing allowed, you know? They had a cabaret license. Yeah, no, you, yeah, you so have you to. So you play in a bar, you play like house music, and like, 
No dancing. No dancing. No dancing. You need a cabaret license. And you need a dance floor license. And yeah. that's why that's why raves are a thing, man. Because, uh, um, you know, as DJs, it's like, fuck, man. It's not my problem if people start dancing. I'm just playing music, man. <laughs> you know? So, basically, the, the, in order to prevent, like, a stampede of people and things like that, they come up with these licenses called dance floor licenses, man. And, you know, for a club, you got to have a dance floor license and you have to have an alcohol license if you want to uh, serve alcohol, right? So basically, like I said, that's how they get you, basically. They get the alcohol license, but a dance license? That's yeah, yeah, you need a dance license. <laughs> no, but here is, uh, okay. But uh, now the police is everywhere the same. Sometimes they let it, they, you know, the tunnel, they leave it, and sometimes they clean it right away. It's like, it's so frustrating. Well, we had a... We, now I'm lately, I'm not even spraying on the streets anymore. I'm making big stickers. Yeah. You know, big ones, like this one. This one says, Guns for the Blind, man. Guns for the Blind, cool. It has Lady Liberty behind it. home, and I stick them up everywhere in the city. It's faster. It's If they catch you with a sticker, maybe you get 100 euros fine. But if they catch you with this, 3,500 euros. Okay, and when he said he would, if they catch you with this, basically he was making <laughs> spraying with a spray can. So now here's the funny, the interesting thing about that. Okay, in in uh, in America, um, stickers are actually just as bad, if not worse, because of the damage that they cause to the sign. Yeah, the stickers that they make over there stick. I mean, you get an eggshell sticker, you know. You can't pick that thing yeah, off. It's good. Then what they say is that you're, you're, yeah. it's good. Well, but here's the the, bad, the downside is they say okay, you just ruined that sign. Ah, fuck them. And the sign costs a certain amount of money. And as soon it. as you get yeah. to where you're at over four hundred dollars, you it's a felony. Okay, and a felony charge is like the most tr- serious charge you know that you can get in the United States. Okay, you lose your rights. You know, you go to prison. A lot of bad things happen. For stickers. For stickers. Are they fucking crazy? Yeah. Now, here's the... Okay, United so States of America. If you're spraying... I actually, not too long ago, I was uh, I was doing a piece, and some uh, cops came by. No, I'm sorry. They were um, they were uh, park... Uh, Rent cops. No, 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 no. Park rangers. They're park rangers. <laughs> park rangers is up on Mulholland, and um, they, uh, they saw my stencil sitting next to the box. And they're like, okay, well, what's going on here? You know, I'm like, well, I was just gonna, you know, uh, put my work up on this box, you know, put some artwork on. They're like, I'm afraid we can't let you do that. And I said, well, why not? They said, well, you, we can't let you adhere anything to that box. And I said, well, I'm not adhering anything. I'm painting on that box. And they're like, oh, oh, okay. Well, um, you know, they looked at each other and they're like, uh, well, I guess that's okay. <laughs> And I'm like, good, because I've, I've been painting this this box here for like almost six years now. I do different images on it, and I come back, and if there's, you know, stuff that's been pasted on it, I scrape it off, you know, if it's falling off. You know, if it looks nice, I leave it That's for your a box. Well, my box. I, I don't look at it as my box, but I, I like to, you know, make sure it's taken care of. If there's a, another piece that has been pasted on there, and it looks nice, I'll leave it, you know. But once it starts peeling off and looks looking shitty... You know, I'll scrape it off, and if I have a piece that I'm ready to put up, I'll put it up. But I've been doing that for five years, and so I told the guy, you know, I've been putting artwork on this thing for six years, and but I don't, I don't paste things on it because that builds up on it and, and it ruins it. You know, I, I actually put coats of paint on this thing, which is is helping it. And so these guys are like, all right, well, you know, good on you. We'll see you later now. 
So um, that's that's just interesting that uh, so you know that's what you're doing now is you're doing stickers. Stickers, and, I make them at home, and then I sticker. That's smart. And it's it's quick, it's fast, faster, and, and then it's also very silent. Yeah, that's that's a beautiful and thing. And small ones, I steal stickers actually. I mean, I never buy stickers. I always <laughs> steal them from other people. I go, for example, to a shop where I buy my uh, spray cans. Right. And then uh, there's always like a lot of stickers there. I always oh, yeah. take the whole, the whole pile. <laughs> spray them, and then I put my whole thing. They know that, I think. That's one way to do it, man. Yeah. That's and then I buy also uh, other uh, sticker, a sticker thing, you know, like from uh, one or two or three meters. On a roll, oh yeah, and then I cut it out and I spray them in, in uh, you know, it's really fun to do. Is that a shoebox, man? Uh, yeah, it's a kind of a box, yeah. Okay, okay. I thought it was a pizza box at first, but that <laughs> yes. was a small, small. Uh, a no. friend of mine gave me a lot of this, and I said, like, what can I do with it? So no, man. Let me explain this piece better, okay? Because I think you got we're talking you kind of just over. lost over it, yeah, yeah. So one of the pieces that is up in Hero's house that he's done is a, a Statue of Liberty a uh, silhouette uh, uh, backwards. Because normally she holds on in the in the right hand. Oh, now okay. you see her from the back. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> okay, um, and that's in the silhouette is in red, and she's surrounded in black, and then in white, um, stenciled letters. It says "Guns for the Blind," and it has AK. an AK forty-seven uh, and a little puzzle piece down there. This is and, an icon. Um, you know, that's just, uh, that's an interesting concept to think of, you know, I mean. And I make her really, I have like outside of my door, I make Statue of Liberty all really long always. Like I got Statue of Liberty, I make one for three meters. I spray and I tape it like this and, and then it, you got a really long. All right, okay. It's really really long, long. Yeah, yeah, her body is really long when you see her like that. Yeah. Man, and uh, you know, he, he just has some great work in here, man. I mean, he has a shelf of a bunch of uh, different, uh, you know, things that he sprayed gold. This is, this, this, the, the name of this one is Glittering Price. And I make like, I have a lot of uh, statements. I, I do, I make a lot of, so we go to my uh, uh, studio so I can explain you my art. Sure, we'll Follow take a me. walk right now. I'm right this is now. The first time we've actually gone global walking with the, uh, <laughs> We've done the podcast and we've never done this like this, but it's totally cool, man. We're, we're we'll get it in post. The I mean the main apparatus is mobile. The main thing is uh you know, in his backyard he has what uh it does as a totem pole too, which <laughs> has a bunch of uh a different sculptures on it that he sprayed different colors and there's the a tree, bunch of the different totem pole is <laughs> basically the, the tree, the tree that I was talking about, that's in his backyard. <laughs> the backyard. God damn, that's some good weed. <laughs> Sorry, you Americans. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the tree that is in his backyard is uh, has all these different masks on it, and uh, that's that's the totem pole, and it also has a nice dartboard on it. Yeah, nice. I also, my collection <laughs> Buddhas I make, I sell them a lot. I buy this at a really cheap store for twelve ninety five. I paint him like that, put Hero de Janeiro under it, don't trust art, 200 euros. Smart. <laughs> yeah. And they know, and I tell people, don't trust art, and I tell them where I got them from, and they don't care. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm very honest with my art, you know, I make a fast art, you know, fast art. I sell things for 10 euros to three, 400 euros. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's better to sell a lot of that than one time 
One Piece when you have to wait all the time. And really, I want my money now, you know. <laughs> I've seen uh, heroes work, man. Like, uh, you know, in every the Montana shop we went to called Hanks. You know, you know Hanks is like the spot, basically, right? And Hanks is spelled H-E-N-X. Okay, when I was first hearing, I, yes, well, I we, thought I, it was I thought it was Hanks, like H-A-N-K-S, but no, it's H-E-N-X. And uh, they got the, you know, they dude turned me on just a couple of markers and everything when I when I was there getting some paint. So uh, I definitely highly recommend them. And all, like he said, all of the uh, all the graffiti artists and everybody uh, recommend go there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was cool. We saw Hero's work hanging up there, and then uh, now we're inside his uh, studio, which basically uh, we're just seeing a bunch of different pieces man I, See, well this is this I is part of his studio the whole place no, yeah you're right you're right <laughs> he can do work in the front he can do work outside here spraying and then back here in the back you know he's got another area that he can work as well yeah man so funny you had this this is like the dream house it's like a yeah, pee longstrom <laughs> you know like the pee longstrom one you know why I painted it all black I had like six black uh, cans left and I was like you know what I'm gonna spray my house Nice. And nice. it looks now much better, you know? Everything oh, wow. I did with spray can, not even everything with spray can. I taped it and I did it with a spray can. It's much faster and easier. Yeah, it is. And he, you he's know? trying to roll that on, get all the little cracks you know and many? everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and well, shit, like, man, if you look around, there's there's like <laughs> random Buddha heads. You have a, to make pictures and shit yeah, also on your podcast. We will, we definitely. And, and there's We're a disco ball every, hanging, man. Everything and with, I cut out in every <laughs> square meter of this place <laughs> is decked out. Basically, I love it. Can you imagine they dig up this thing, 300 years from, and the water like, <laughs> you found a museum. What is what? What is this? <laughs> this okay. is some cult leader's house. I cut house. out everything in wood. I don't know why, but uh, look, this is better Bangkok in the pancake house. I make stickers. How do you I put it all wait, around Bangkok? Cut that out. Uh, yeah, no, no, yeah, they do with a laser. Ah, okay. Cost like 35 euros. Yeah, I saw that in a few boxes, I think, man. See, I make also this. Ah, ah that's a real cool pattern as well, This too. is the hero. Yeah, this is like, okay. Like, this uh, is a uh, Roman, yeah. like a Roman, uh, that's one of you. We, we are all in the you time now. It's all about you, you. But I also do everything except you. <laughs> yeah, everything except you is also nice. Yes. And uh, I make uh, art with a wink. I, you know, I'm not like Banksy political. I don't do any political. Okay. I have sometimes statements like don't trust fashion. Yeah. I have like don't trust fashion. Uh, not yeah. don't rush fashion, but don't trust fashion. Yeah, don't Just trust fashion. Don't trust fashion. Smile and glow. These I are all different wooden senses the, he's showing the, us. The little ones with the don't trust art. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do everywhere, yeah, yeah. all around the city. We saw on the outside don't trust music in and the front. And I did also, uh, look, there are magnets, but now this one is broke. I do like no bugs for tourists. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Us no, as like tourists, we can't keep up uh, see, as, sell, as a bike, man. See, oh, wait, I sell wait, like magnets to, uh, today to that, that actually brought, brings attention to the bikes thing, um, because there's it seems like there's these big guys on bikes here yeah, that just buzz you. Yeah, you know I what I mean. <laughs> I love it. I just before I start to ring my bell, they're like, "Oh, you leave. If you stay, you're done." You know, like you have to run for me. <laughs> no, we are fed up with it. Look, smile and glow. Nice. Uh, smile and glow, I do. I do a lot of shit. Okay, look. And I got the penguin also. Yeah, That's why yeah, I would love yeah. to come to LA and do some yeah, stuff. Yeah, man, do it. See, man. I make uh, also magnets for uh, tourists. Oh, yeah? Okay. 
Yeah. You know, I, I, I was thinking, if they are here, okay, let's make some money then. And there are four or five shops, they sell my shit. See, I just make a picture of my bike. And then I put it on a magnet and it sells. And I got like, oh, you know, Amsterdam loves you. See, this is from the. Oh, you know what? I gotta get a couple See, of those from my kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah but I have to. Uh, we have to glue it. Don't forget to say it. No problem. <laughs> we're, again, we're in a studio, and there's so many this different types like, of mediums choose, here, man. Glue it, and then you get. Look, oh my god! This is like the Amsterdam loves you. Cool. Right here, Pac-Man that eats Amsterdam. You see. <laughs> I have also that Pikmin that eats love. What he's doing right here is showing us a bunch of these fridge magnets that are custom that he's done, man. So see, this is like Guns for the Blind. You see, I like the AK, man. I love AKs. The people's weapon, man. The people's Zimbabwe weapon. Zimbabwe have, uh, <laughs> you know, you have, you have to check the flag of Zimbabwe. Yeah. He has, they have like a Kalashnikovs in the, in the flag. Oh my <laughs> Yeah, they have like out of control South Africa. Wow. See, uh, tigers. Yes, and they all have this very uh, distinctive uh, style of stencil. Oh, look, it's broke. See, this is the stickers I make. <laughs> okay. See, Betty Bangkok and the Penguin House and the stickers. Wait, wait, what is, what is, where does that come from? Betty, Betty Bangkok, me and a friend, we were one time, we were like, we needed a new name, and then we passed by a place, a restaurant, Bangkok, and then we were talking about Bangkok, and then we came to the Betty Boo yeah. in a coffee shop, so the link was very easy, Betty Bangkok. And then we say Betty Bangkok. And Dutch people and, are famous uh, for pancakes. And, uh, and then I said pancake. And he said like, and the pancake house. So the name was born. There you this go. This is how the names are <laughs> born. I, I make them for you? Yeah. That's awesome, awesome. And then we have man. to figure out the, the, the magnet, see? Well, right here. Look, look, look. Also make uh, pictures with Paris. And then I put Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Oh, okay, that one's for me. That one's for my wife. This one's for me. I love that one. <laughs> that is see, brilliant. See, I buy all stuff. Because I didn't even like, pick look, that up, man. Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> I do like, seriously, yeah, Paris, Amsterdam. It could be Amsterdam. Yeah, it could. I love that, man. Well, you know what, man? Check this out. We've, we've gone in about an hour. So uh, we want to cut. We kind an of hour, wanna... you have to make more. <laughs> We've already hit an hour, dude? I, I had to re press re-record. Yeah, re-press oh, another one. God, yeah. You control your destiny. You see? And I do a lot of sperm. Have you seen sperm? Yes, I've noticed sperm all Black over sperm matters. Do you know what was black lives? said black sperm matters. <laughs> I was in Bangkok. Everywhere you see, yeah, black sperm matters. You see, I make fun. All right, guys, check this out. We're going to have some fun with some spray paint right now, man. I think Teach is going to put a, a stencil on Hero's floor. <laughs> Uh, just like a lot of the other artists have, man. And uh, is there a website you want to plug? Where's, what's your Instagram? It's Hero de Janeiro, right? Hero de Janeiro. Hero de Janeiro. And it takes two weeks before I accept you, because I have to know how who you are, what you do. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Because you know he works in a gray area, basically, <laughs> just like many street artists. So again, it's, this this one it's says from, you can't uh, rush art, man. You can't rush art. It's from uh, um, Toy Story. Ah, okay. The old man is gonna repair Woody. And then the other one's hurry up, hurry up! And he said, like, hey man, you can't rush art. Mm. You know what? I think that's a great way to end it, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great way to end it, man. So thank you very much, Hero. We appreciate you being on. I love that sperm stencil. <laughs> Do <a> sperm stencil. <laughs> All right, guys. Take care, bye -bye. guys. Bye-bye. Yeah, don't forget to leave us a review. <laughs> Take care. Love you guys. Bye. bye.
somebody is fat or something and eats a cookie, we make fun about that. Well, like, yeah, come because on, they shouldn't that? be, right? What, what are you doing, you know? Like, um, and, and really, also when there are two singers on television and you can vote, there's are two singers and there's one singer, he's really, really good, but he's very arrogant. Yeah. But the other one is not that good, but very charming. We go for him because when we we, we, we don't like that. When you are sticking your head out of the of the corner, we say like you know, and you do like this, we do like. You're trying to stand out normal. basically on purpose. I, I saw. One, I say one time here in a magazine, I want to become the number one in Amsterdam. My fucking god! I was like saying everybody has AIDS or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the hell? This is cool to say, I want to become... If you say that in America, I want to become the number one, they're like, yeah! <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, man. I'm a stable genius, you said. Yeah. Like, Everybody, yeah. yeah! But if you say that here about yourself, that's why, you know, you don't talk about your money, you don't talk about... That's how what I try to tell my kids, you know? No, for example, you are bragging for yourself, then we are like, hey, can you shut the fuck up? <laughs> like, we, you know, we were like this. No, you know, I, I And agree. in America, you're like, yeah! Well, it depends. It depends because you know, LA is uh, different. Also, no, is well. Uh, there's so many talented people. You, you know what I mean? That basically, it's just like okay, people have the dream of coming to LA and making it big, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Think that. <laughs> yeah, people still think yeah. that. And then it's like you come to LA and it's like it's different because it's not so it's much. It's disappointing that. Yeah, I'm saying there's so many people that are talented that they're just yeah. like, okay, you're talented, and now what? What else you got? Yeah, what else you got? I'm telling Like, so do you have rich friends? Because uh, that's what we need here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what Who I mean? do you know? Exactly, exactly, right? So um, I find many similar similarities in Amsterdam and uh, uh, LA, man. I love it. And, you know, I've. I've like I said, I've always just... Uh, yeah, how is San my Francisco sec- then? Oh, it's different. San Francisco's different. It's, it's, They're it's very like, nice. But they call it the Amsterdam of, uh, because of all the gay. And- oh, uh, I think... See, that's an older, that's an older mentality. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. Three hearts. <clears throat> yeah, because the San Francisco now is so tech. You know, it's tech and homeless people, man. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, yeah. Yeah, no, no. The really. homeless situation is horrible. <laughs> Going back to San. <laughs> Never you know, go back to San. It's so bad that I have a friend who lived there. Yeah. He paid $5,000 a month for his apartment. Are you crazy? You know how much I pay for this? How much? Don't laugh. 250 euros. <laughs> 